Hi, and welcome again to the Lawn Care Radio Network. Uh, my name is Brian Horn. I'm an editor with Lawn and Landscape Magazine. Um, I recently had a chance to speak with Alex Duffy, a research associate at Aquatrols, about wetting agents, specifically how they penetrate the soil and what you should expect from using this product. Here's my interview with Alex. All right, Alex, uh, thanks for joining me today. Can you explain a, a little bit about how water naturally travels through soil? Um, yeah, there's actually a lot going on under the surface that we really can't see. Um, it's generally thought that if you water, you turn on your irrigation system and you water your lawn an inch, you get an even inch of water penetration throughout the soil. However, that's really not the case. Um, the natural characteristics of water tend to be it follows the path of least resistance. So as water actually moves through the soil, it usually carves um, paths of least resistance down through the soil. And if you actually take a cross section, it kind of looks like a finger, like if you stretch your four fingers out, rather than a nice, even wetting front. Um, so this causes generally uneven wetting throughout a lawn, and roots drier in certain areas. And this can cause plant stress. Now, these preferential flows are generally caused um, by soil repellency. And soil repellency is caused by the breakdown of organic matter. And the breakdown of organic matter generally repels water. And that pushes the water into these paths of least resistance rather than the nice, even wetting front that we always assume happens. Um, some of it also, oh, sorry, some other problem areas are also in sloped areas. They tend to be really, really dry on top. And the drier soil gets, the less um, water can actually penetrate it. And then low areas tend to have too much water. So um, these problems can be collect corrected generally by adding a lot of water. But you know, due to environmental restrictions in certain areas, and generally the desire not to waste water, it's not always practical. And I know in some areas down south and in the Midwest, they use affluent or gray water. And some of these water quality issues, the less of this water you actually have to put down, the better, because it can cause other issues that then you have to go back and correct. So how exactly do wetting agents uh, sort of help com combat these issues? Well, as I mentioned before, um, soil becomes repellent due to the breakdown of organic matter. Soil surfactants by nature generally have a hydrophobic or a water-resistant end and a hydrophilic, or a water-loving end. Um, the portion of that's hydrophobic will then bind to the organic matter coating on the soil. And then that leaves open the hydrophilic, or water-loving end, to ex better accept water. So as a result, soil generally, water has an easier time generally penetrating the soil. Um, less preferential flow happens, and then you get that more even wetting front that everyone, you know, thinks of when they think they water the lawn. Um, mm -hmm. Choosing the right surfactant really depends on a lot of factors. Um, it really depends on um, what your expectations are, your specific issues as to whether or not you're treating a problem or you're doing preventative maintenance on a problem, and then obviously your budget. Okay. What are, should the expectations be if an LCO is going to use a surfactant? What can they expect, and what, what can they sort of show their customer? Well, I would kind of describe, you're, you're generally treating the soil, and I would describe the soil as like the foundation for your lawn. 
So the better the foundation, the better what's built on top of it is supported. So I would expect that um, you would see less dry spots, less stress if you have to skip a watering. Um, it also will promote a more uniform turf quality, which generally means that the grass will just generally uniformly look more green. Um, now, I wouldn't describe this as like a magic bullet. I would describe it more as like a piece of an arsenal. So, you know, you would have to use it on top of your typical fertilizer program um, and whatever else you use to treat your lawn. But we mm -hmm. do have data that's shown that um, it can reduce fertilizer use as well as runoff and in the end, as well as water use. So in the end, like from an end user standpoint, you can expect that you could use a little bit less water, which would translate to, you know, savings in electrical and water usage and maybe a reduction in fertilizer application and runoff. How would an LCO apply uh, these and does it create more work for them? We have a really diverse portfolio of products and they have many, many different application methods. Um, I mean, it would really depend on an LCO's equipment and budget as to what product would fit them the best. Um, to give some examples of products, we have granular products in which can just be spread in a normal fertilizer spreader. We have sprayable products which can be tank mixed, although I would say that test compatibility first, even though we really don't see a lot of compatibility issues with our products. We also have products that can be injected directly into um, irrigation systems, and we also sell the equipment that you can put into an irrigation system. And we also have a hose-attached sprayable pellet that can be used um, just on the end of the hose and sprayed out. We are also working with some of our distributors to surfactant, to coat for different fertilizers with surfactants. So then it really wouldn't be any work, because any extra work, because the surfactant would already be on the fertilizer that they would spread on the lawn anyway. Um, and our surfactants can be used as a preventative maintenance for people that have larger budgets or for people that just want to treat problem areas and have smaller budgets. And then, uh, I, I might have missed this, but how long does it normally take for, you know, a homeowner or an LCO can show the homeowner some results? I mean, homeowners and customers have, have a knack for being impatient. They want it fixed right away. So how long uh, would they have to wait? I mean, that would really depend on a lot of factors. Um, Generally, you see an improvement in turf quality, especially um, during times when the lawn is stressed. Um, but you would generally see improvement pretty quickly. Um, but it would really depend on the situation and the outside factors. Okay. That's, that's the best answer I can give. I'm sorry. Okay. There's no, I mean, like you said, there's no... It would be unfair to put a time that it's going to be two months or three months. It all depends on a number of variables. Exactly. Okay. All right, Alex, was there anything else uh, you wanted to add? Uh, no, I don't think so. Do um, you have anything else for me? Nope, that was it. Uh, I really appreciate your time, uh, and we'll talk to you next time. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more from Lawn and Landscape.